0: All right, episode 14, Ugh. another King and Luz episode, which there is a surprising amount of. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. Ah.
1: Yeah, like I don't have a lot to say about this one. Like it was fine. It wasn't that I good or bad. Don't like
2: jealousy friend episode. I kind of lost interest. Like as soon as King shrunk little and Gus, I was like, I, I don't care anymore. Um, but, then, but then a lot of crazy stuff happened and I did get a little bit interested again. But it was a very mere episode, I'm told. It was, it was like, nice to pass between weeks if I was watching the show, but it isn't one that I'm going to remember.
3: The first part of the episode was awesome. Like, just, like, before the intro, that entire sequence was like, ugh, oh, good, good chemistry all around.
4: I still never have bought, like, Vulnerable King. Like, they've never done a Vulnerable King skit where I've been like, wow, this is in character, honestly. <laughs>
2: And I don't think it did a good job at making me like Willow and Gus more either. We're on episode what now? How many episodes have they been in And I still don't like them very much. I just think the show can't write them properly. I think it needs to scrap them completely. <laughs>
0: just get <rid> of them. <laughs> to the incinerator with them.
3: That's so sad. Like the trope of scrapping the first two best friend characters.
4: Good thing the next episode's called Understanding Willow. <laughs> oh
3: my god. But...
2: August is only good for the occasional hilarious joke. As a person, he's kind of, like, a brat.
1: He was really mean to King in this episode.
2: Yeah, like, why? What, what, what the
3: fuck, Gus? And, um, and like,
4: I, I like Willow, but, yeah, they're really not utilizing her. Like, I want to like her. But they're
3: not utilizing either of them for me. Yes, Gus has, like, nice jokes, but, like, especially Willow, I think, suffers. You're right. It's, like, she's... <sighs> I liked her first introduction. I wanted to know more about her, but now that she's in the plant track she's not complicated anymore. Her introduction also introduced Amity who was
2: a far superior character. And and I don't know what was happening to B plot in this episode. At least it was like really tiny because I just didn't get it. But there we go.
1: Like Ida's
0: plot, do you mean? They didn't do a B plot. If they cut like the two montages they had for the A plot and gave us more of the B plot I would have I would have liked that.
2: <laughs> then the F would be even more unfocused.
3: I did like Ida saying, Wait, those are my dumb kids. I love that line.
2: That's good. Yeah. I like that she got scammed by Grunkle Stan.
4: I do like that they're uh they're doing callbacks, like you guys destroyed my stand and we're like, We don't even remember that. It's cool, oh, it I makes 100% the world
3: remembered that
4: the world more living, like consequences for their actions, I mm-hmm. guess. Even though mm-hmm. like he as a villain is like it, in my opinion, extremely boring. Just like,
3: <laughs> God, he is.
0: I don't know. I think
4: he was funny. He, like, served his purpose. I like Obvio, so. <laughs> and then, like, you
1: yeah. st- when he finds out you stole his mustache.
2: I like the morbid jokes.
1: Also, about Willow and Gus, like, I think they're fine as characters. You know, they, like, could use some more development for sure, but, like, this was not their episode. Like, this was an episode about King. I kind
4: of agree, but then you think about, like, the last, like, six episodes they've been in, and they're just, like, constantly thrown in and, and kind of being useless. <laughs> like, Escape of the Palisman, they show up, and they do nothing except a bunch of quips, and... What else? Like, and Something Ventured some Someone... No, no, it was the first day one. They come in and ruin her relationship with those people, they just, like, keep showing up like that, like... Who's really the straight weird. man
2: in that group? Like, you've got Luz who is bonkers. You've got Willow and Gus who are comic relief support characters. You've got King who is a comic relief support character. Who who is the straight man?
4: Eh, I don't know if they need one.
3: I I really thought Willow was supposed to be the straight man because she is in some episodes where she'll just like like grunt, but that's all she does. She just <laughs> frowns. She doesn't really like play the role.
1: I'm just saying, like. If any episode was going to make you like them, it wasn't this one. Because this episode is yeah. mostly from King's perspective, and they're like his antagonists, more or less, in this one.
4: Yeah, but I don't like when they throw out, like, the way a you character written would them act. so just... much better. Yeah, like, Gus was really... I don't even know the word. He was just really demeaning to King. It's just like...
2: I feel like in, in normal know. circumstances, Gus would become one of King's followers.
0: Yeah, I get what you guys are saying. I forget... There was one episode where I remember I, like, specifically said, like, this was my favorite use of Willow and Gus. I forget which one that was, though. You have them right here. Scroll down a bit. Well, no, I, I'm not going to be able to remember. I don't remember which episodes they were in. They're not They're on not the thumbnails.
2: <laughs> they're so generic that you can't even remember the best episode they were in.
0: Yeah, exactly. But even in, in this one, I was starting to think, like, even though they're being used as plot devices here, I was enjoying them in this one, too, but, like, Yeah, I get what you guys are saying too, that like, they're not characters, really, like they are straight plot devices here. The issue
4: for me is I want to like them so bad, they're cute, and and I like their character designs, so I'm just like sitting here like, Alright, I'm gonna like you now, like I'm not like, I hate these guys, and I'm not biased, I really want to like them.
3: And I'm personally not a fan of them talking about how close Luz is to Willow and Gus when I don't even feel the chemistry between them. It still feels so surface level of like, oh, they're school friends, they like talking to each other, they like each other's company. That scene at the end
2: was not happy. I did did like Gus's line, but the scene at the end where he just gives the four pieces of the hat, I was like, no.
0: Yeah, it's not like they they didn't even, like, do anything to King to make King like them.
2: Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) God,
4: I hate it when he talks. He's like, two pieces for you, if you'll accept them, that is. I'm like, you don't talk like this, King.
2: (laughs) Amity's brother and sister have a stronger relationship. Well, they've never spoken to King. But they would
3: have a stronger relationship with King if they ever spoke to him. Something King-like would be like, here, take it! And then he shoves the two other pieces to their hands, and then he scurries off, and then they go, aw, oh, King, thank you. And then Luz would be like, that was very nice of you, King. Like, ah, why do you, why do you guys write him this way without justifying it, you know?
4: Almost every moment of vulnerability is just like, okay, we, we, doesn't matter who's saying it, we want them to say this, so we're gonna just write it this way. Boo!
1: Boo! All right, let's do it.
3: Boo. All right, Ratings? Has everyone said everything they wanted to say?
1: Um, yeah, like, everything else with the episode, like, Tibble's, this whole thing, and, like, it's, you know, it's it's f- f- serviceable, but don't really have a comment on it. I do really like the clown outfits, like, the clown police and the, like, Alex Hirsch manager, <laughs> clown manager, <laughs> man. yeah, And, like, Ida's outfit she had to wear when she was handing out snacks, those were all, like, really well designed, I think.
4: They need to chill with Alex Hirsch voicing every character, <laughs> though. Alright. I give this one a five.
1: Ooh. Wow.
3: I was feeling generous. I'm giving it, like, a six. Six over here as well.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking six. This is about on the level of, like, the first couple episodes.
2: It's just about
3: below the par of a decent episode. While it is bad, it's more meh than bad, so yeah. I gave, that's why I gave it yeah, a six. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was thinking about how the last episode I gave a seven, which was way higher than your guys' scores. Because that episode had a lot of really bad stuff in it, but it also had some stuff in it that I thought was really good. And so that's why I sort of rounded out the score. But, like, this one is just mad, like, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I found this one to be, like, it had the exact same thing going on as episode 11. That was the one where they wrote the book. Um, so this is basically mm-hmm. just like a worse version of that episode, but it's still not <laughs> horrible, really. It's just kind of okay. And also Gravity Falls did a shrinking episode too, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll give this a six as well. So this is all, yeah. all sixes, you're basically. Right.
3: <laughs> all sixes and a five. Okay, let's right. move on
0: to the next episode.
3: Okay, let's go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon. If you're enjoying this series... Please leave a review for it, we'd love to know what you think. Check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and I. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day!